You've got 20. Hit me. Peter, don't. Hit me. 21. Hit me. Peter. Hit me. That's 30. Hit me. The ultimate journey. Episode 51. Hi, and welcome to The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. Today's episode is called Playing Cards, All Hands on Deck. How much do you know about playing cards? This episode may surprise you in the links and correlations that playing cards have to our society, our birth charts, and even astrology. I'm sure as a kid you remember playing cards cards like crazy eights, war, hearts, and then as we got older, bridge, poker, cribbage, euchre, solitaire, spades, and and all the rest. I never had a positive early impression on playing cards. I remember my family members playing in the basement um, during Christmas and New Year's and whatever, all these holidays. They were on my uncles playing around the table. There was alcohol involved and you know, accusing of cheating. So these these, uh, alcohol and accusatory fueled fights there was $50 and $100 bills um, resting on the table and the people were fighting over that. And this was in the 70s, so that's a lot of cash. So to a young mind, seeing all that money there was like, whoa. <laughs> so to me, cards meant fighting and anger. And actually, so did money for that matter. So I, I kind of linked money to the gambling, to the fighting. So <laughs> uh, there, there was my start to relationship with money. Um, and I used to play gin rummy with my cousins and, and other t- types of games. And, you know, I hated, I just, I hated it when they, when I lost and they taunted me. And then there was this unhealthy sense of pride when I did win. So it was like this weird vibe around cards and, and gambling. Then you also have the riffraff that gambling and casinos bring. You have the prostitution, the alcohol, organized crime, you know, the Vegas and drugs. I remember on my honeymoon... Uh, I lost 50 bucks in five minutes. <laughs> it was on in these islands, these, these casinos, and um, it was probably rigged, but 50 bucks in like five minutes, I thought, okay. I decided then and there that gambling just wasn't for me. And I remember when I was a teenager, just got out of high school, <laughs> I didn't even have the etiquette to gamble because I remember playing poker at uh, a co-worker's house. I was working on a, in, a, in, a building, in a building center pre pre home home depot and all those things um and i went up quickly <laughs> this is about in the eight in the late 80s and i remember i was up 13 bucks i said like, okay i'm done and then they all looked at me and said you can't leave now i was like yeah i, I can so i got up and i left the table you know i thought 13 bucks woohoo and then i just went into there was a, another guy that in at the party kind of poker match party and he wasn't part of it he was just stealing drinks everywhere so I just hung out with him and I thought I don't know I don't know the etiquette so (laughs) Frank and cards just don't mix cards I had this love and hate relationship with cards playing cards Um, and I thought do do cards bring out the worst in people is there a dark energy around them I guess it's weird and you, you know you look at the tarot cards and it just I don't know so I decided to dig a little deeper There are a couple of theories as to when the cards were first invented. Some say they were introduced over 600 years ago from the Middle East, but there's way earlier records than that. Um, You know, almost two centuries to the point of China in the Far East. Some people even say the Chinese invented them even before uh, 1000 AD. 
and then they reached Europe around 1360, but not directly from China, but from the Empire of Egypt. I think in Mameluk, um, Empire of Egypt. Um, but I mean, I think they went back way, way back, more, way back more than that. Um, and some even believe that the cards were originally, originally painted on bone and wood. Personally, I believe that the tarot deck um, was invented first, and then the playing cards followed or took suits. I mean, during the 15th century, um, there was in, in the German-speaking lands, they they had like different systems. You know, they had the they had the Latin suits. Um, actually, I think even one had five suits. Um, I think it was shields or something. And then the Swiss Germans had their own deck as well. So they had the shields, roses, acorns, and bells. I think that's what around the year 1450. Um, it, it's crazy. Um, and then you tell you the Italian cards and the Spanish cards. Um, so you have an Italian card. So obviously I grew up with them. And that's what these... <laughs> I mean, the game when I was a kid was called Bestia. It means beast. And the Italian cards they used was cups, coins, clubs, and swords, like the tarot cards, right? So they had cope, denare, bastone, and spade. And in Spanish, it's copas, oros, bastos, and espadas. So the Swiss German, they had their um, hearts, diamonds, clubs, and spades were roses, bells, acorns, and shields. And then the German ones had hearts, bells, acorns, and leaves. So really crazy so if you look at the um the cards um the similarities to them the clubs are the wands the hearts are the cups spades are swords and diamonds are pentacles or coins i think it was the french that derived their suits um the cl clovers are clubs the tiles are diamonds and the hearts or uh, pikes or spades. Some people believe, or it's recorded that the in uh, the, the tarot card was um, from northern Italy in the year 1440. I think it goes down way even before Egyptian, like way, 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 way back. Some people believe Aleister Crowley um, invented it, but it just it just they just redid them or something. But there's so much ambiguity with uh, with all that. But I want to get into some really interesting facts about the cards that maybe you won't know but so there's a really um, close correlation between astrology and playing cards and birthdays and nature so let's take a look at the deck you have 50, 52 cards and they respond to the 52 weeks of the year you have the 12 court cards like the kings and the queens and the jacks which symbolize 12 months of the year or the zodiac the 12 signs of the zodiac and then there's the 13 cards in each suit to match the number of lunar cycles because there's 13 moons in one year if you go with a lunar cycle the two colors red and black represent positive and masculine or po <laughs> positive masculine energies and the negative feminine energies it's also hot and cold night and day or yin and yang so the tao the duality of all things interestingly if you add up all the values in the deck, they all add up to 365 days of the year. Then there's a joker in there. It could be two jokers or more. This could represent the leap year or the 53. Um, sometimes the year has you know a little bit more than 52, closer to 53 weeks. Um, then you have the four suits of the playing cards, which represent the four seasons. 
and the four elements in astrology. So the hearts um, um, represent water in spring. The clubs represent fire in the summer. The diamonds represent earth in the fall. And spades is air or winter. So you notice in the tarot, in the tarot deck, you have the hearts are cups. The clubs are wands. Diamonds are pentacles and swords. The spades are the swords. And also, the cards were based on classes. The spades represented royalty. The clubs, peasants. The hearts, the clergy. And the diamonds, the merchants, the money. And it also um, represents the pillars of the economy of the Middle Ages. The hearts represented the church. The spades represented the military. The clubs represented the agriculture. And diamonds represented the merchant class. I think this is just really cool and how I believe... Um, how everything is is everything like as above so below it's one of the, the hermetic laws the law of correspondence as above as as below as within as without so everything is all interconnected um, it's pretty pretty wild so playing cards also correlate to birthdays like the tarot they're based on an ancient system and each birthday of the year is associated with a main playing card the birth card and each tells a story so basically each card or each day of the year, month and day, has a card associated with it. There is a formula that I don't know how to um, use, but there are charts out there that have the um, birthday on your, um, the card on your birthday or on the calendar. Um, there is um, a system that groups them down into weeks or into um, months, so... There is a calculator out there somewhere. I'd love to know it, but I'm just going to say a couple of them just to um, give you an idea of that. So basically, if you look at January 1st, it begins with the king of spades, and then it goes down. The second is the queen, and then the third is the jack. So um, at 13 of January, or one fortnight, which is two weeks, it ends at um, with uh, the, the uh, ace of spades. Ace of spades. And then it goes down to the 14th begins with the diamonds, the king of diamonds, and it goes successively down to the ace of diamonds on the 26th. So I don't know if there's a rhyme or reason here, but um, it, it just, yeah, I'm looking at the chart now and it's interestingly, December 31st is the Joker. <laughs> so are you born on the 31st of December? Oh, you fools. <laughs> um, okay, so... There, there, there is a way that to group them, but whatever. So what I want to talk about today is the, um, so I have clubs as my um, theme of suits. So I'm a club person. So I'm going to go through the, the suits and what the people have. Um, if you can find out what, what card you are, what number you are, um, I'm going to quickly go through this. So the suit or heart hearts, are cups so heart people cup people are sensitive emotional supportive affectionate sensual caring um, hearts are the suit of youth love romance creativity sensuality self-indulgence and pleasure um, people these people can be ruled by their emotions and on the negative side they can be lazy and emotional manipulative and they can hold on to a grudge then we have the clubs or wands which i am basically a club uh, these people are curious, communicative, communicative, creative. Um, so it's based on communication, ideas, 
Um, so people that are club people believe in the power of intentions and ideas. Uh, they be in love, may be in love with words. They may search for the truth and for their meaning. Hello. <laughs> they seem to rarely hold a grudge because they're able to rise above emotions and actions and find explanations and excuses for others' actions. Um, I used to hold a grudge when I was younger. Now I don't. I just let things go. Uh, on the negative side, um, they can use words for weapons as weapons, and they can finagle their way out of jams with their clever minds by stretching the truth a little bit. Anyway, I uh, may or may not resemble some of these. So diamond people or pentacles, their characteristics, they're practical, down to earth, they're analytical, materialistic, resourceful. Um, so the diamonds are their suit that uh, rule the physical and the material world. They access the world around them through the level of their five senses. Um, they could be overly attached to money, to possessions. So um, in, in order to find value in life, they look at things and people um, and in situations in terms of how useful they are. So there's a negative and positive on both sides. Then we have the spades or sword people characteristics. They're very theoretical, clever. They're humanitarians. They're hardworking people with strong wills. And spades are the suit of experience. Um, they can be very concerned with power. And, and positively, they can ex uh, express the self-discipline and the ability to apply themselves. On the negative side, they may be too focused on the process and lose sight of the need for the higher meaning. And then I think that was four, right? I did the four there. So now we have the numbers. This is quickly, we'll, we'll, we'll go through the, the aces. Aces are leaders, ambitious, energetic, blah, blah, blah. The twos are considerate, cooperative, receptive, agreeable. Threes are creative, sociable, uh, self-expressive, humorous, fun-loving, resourceful, clever. The fours are very grounded, realistic, committed, reserved, hardworking, and security conscious. See, these are these are, um, are aligned with numerology. So if you look at uh, the, the, the characteristics of the numbers, these fall in line in parallel. Um, fives are intelligent, restless, adventurous, creative, and freedom-loving. They're multitaskers who are witty, enterprising, etc. Sixes seek balance. They're home-loving, caring, loving, artistic, and dependable. They can be complacent in allowing their lives to get into ruts as they wait for things to happen to them. Sevens are sensitive, faithful, intuitive, spontaneous, idealistic, and spiritual. That's me. I'm a seven. <laughs> Not with my birth thing. This is from the cards. So they can be too dreamy at the point of expecting too much from others and from life. Oh, I'm busted on that one. Guilty. Guilty as charged. <laughs> um, if, if it's expressed negatively, they can be withdrawn, confused, and self-absorbed. Yep. Eights are goal-orientated and strong. They're determined people who work hard and are good with money. Nines are generous, intelligent, humanitarians, and helpful. They are sentimental people who can get caught up in taking an escape route out of life. Tens are ambitious, success-oriented people who present strong, strong minds. So when you get to 10, it's back to a 1. So I think it's just a, a 1 on steroids. Now we get to the Jacks. They're youthful, charming, mischievous, romantic, witty, and creative. They have clever minds, and some can be giving use to their ingenious to get their way. Um, they have good people skills, have much enthusiasm, and multiple talents. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Is that where that saying came from? Perhaps. Queens are the matriarchs. They are receptive, intelligent, intuitive, creative, strong, and dramatic. They're good at organizing and ex executing. And they can be, sometimes they can over-traumatize, over-dramatize. Kings are proud, willful, and authoritative. They are creative people who have a sense of the dramatic. They have a strong executive ability, and they naturally take the lead. If used negatively, they can be demanding, bossy, impatient, impulsive, and 
rebellious. So you have, so you see that every card has a vibrational um, number and suit. So that's just in a nutshell. You can do your own research. I know I'm talking fast. I just don't want to just mon 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 monotonely and uh, uh, boringly uh, talk and just recite. So I just wanted to get some speed in there. <laughs> no, I didn't have my coffee. So, and if you look at the, um, each card of the, the tarot card um, represents the um, a zodiac sign, so of the, of the major arcana. So um, let's just take a quick look now. As I, you know from my other podcasts, Aries is the first month of the year. Um, and the Aries card of the tarot deck is the emperor. They're loyal, wise, and ambitious. Um, then you have Taurus, um, which is the uh, Hierophant. Uh, you lead from inner knowledge. And after Taurus, there is Gemini. And that card of the tarot deck of the Major Arcana is the lovers. Your dual nature integrates the two viewpoints. You have Cancer. that uh, It's the chariot. Your mental powers help focus your energy. Then we get to Leo. Encourage ambition and bravery in others. And that's a strength card. Um, then we have Virgo. Inner wisdom reveals your greatest purpose is the hermit card. Uh, Libra is the justice card. Obviously, you have the scales there, and your balanced nature can find a fair outcome in any situation. Scorpio. <laughs> the death card. You shed old identities to express new ones. Then you have Sagittarius, which is temperance, the temperance card. Um, your gentleness and sound judgment benefit many. Then we have Capricorn. You are empowered with great passion. And this is the card that people are afraid of. It's the devil card. Um, yeah, so it freaks people out. So we have the 12 signs with the cards. If I missed you, I missed you. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry, just whatever. Now you have the pentagram depicting the four elements of the fire, water, air, and earth. Um, right side up, of course, not the satanic inverted version, which they seem to put the upside down crosses, upside down this, and whatever. I can go to do a whole podcast on that, which is probably will. Um, so you have the um, air, water, earth, and fire. And then the fifth element that people don't talk about is spirit or ether. Now we'll be dipping into astrology a little bit because each element has three modes. You have the cardinal zodiac signs, um, which start a season. Then you have the fixed zodiac signs, which embody each season fully. And then, then the, you have the mutable zodiac signs, which conclude each season and help tra transition to the next one. So again, you have the cardinals, um, which are the leaders, the starters. They can come across as bossy among the wrong mix of people. Um, so anyway, you have the fixed um, aspect, which is the upholders, not afraid to get shit done. They're, you know, they're going to be uh, roll up their sleeves and do and do the right thing. The loyal, dependent, patient, and you know they take chances and stuff. And then you have you, the mutable, um, which is change, adaptable, flexible, happy to oblige, and bring in the new sign. So, the fire or ones there are the cardinal, fixed, and mutable signs, which is Aries is the cardinal, Leo is the fixed, and Sagittarius is the mutable. So. Um, and the fire element is the represented by the Ace of Wands, which is pretty cool. Then you have water, which is the cups, and mutable is the Pisces, Cancer is the cardinal, and Scorpio is fixed. 
They're probably not all in order. But anyway, you have the Ace of Cups to represent that. Um, then you have the Air, which is Swords. And you have the Cardinal, which is Libra. You have the Fix, which is Aquarius. And the Gemini is Mutable. And this is represented by the Ace of Swords. So Swords is the element of Air, Thoughts, and you know all that's good stuff. Then the last but not least, you have Earth, which is the Pentacles. So you have the Capricorn is the cardinal, then you have Taurus is the fixed, and Virgo is the mutable. So the beginning is the cardinal, the fixed, you know, the major chunk of the sign is the fixed part, and then the transitioning part is the mutable. So I think that's pretty, pretty cool. And the, 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 age, the Ace of Pentacles is the element of Earth. So if you look at playing cards, they can be used to trick us. Magicians will say, pick a card in your card, and then you have them to entertain us you know is in playing games and then there's also cards can be used to entrap us with gambling and all that stuff and also they can be used as divination tools such as the tarot so you see a regular deck of cards is so cool it is so more than just 52 pick up 52 i still remember when i got tricked <laughs> by playing the game do you want to play the game pick up 52 I said, yeah, okay. So the person just took the cards and threw them across the room and said, okay, pick them up. <laughs> I just realized that I missed Aquarius and Pisces with the astrological cards. <laughs> I didn't leave you out. I, I, I sensed that. It. It's like, oh, if I missed you, I missed you. Um, yeah, so I was just thinking about the 10 deck. There's 11 and 12. And also two with the, with the, with the planets. They have uh, Aries as one and December's 10. So 11 and 12 kind of got missed out of my psyche. So anyway, the Aquarius um, is um, optimistic in nature and inspirational, an inspirational force. And that card is represented by the star. And Pisces is your inner world is vast and spiritual. And the um, major arcana card is represented by the moon. You know, even though it has a, kind of a crab um, on the um, on on the thing, but it's also, I think, has two fish on there too. So there you have it. Uh, cards and birthdays and society and commerce and elements. It's pretty wild. So next time you pick up a deck of cards, just know that there's so, so much more going on than the pieces of plastic that they're written on. It, it's, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, just like scratch the surface of what they truly mean um so they can be used for everything you know <laughs> go and go entertain yourself and go divine yourself the divination and distract yourself um, um i always love playing um oh i just had a thought i like playing solitaire sometimes um i use real cards i don't use computer um ones uh or apps but i just thought about this i was at my dad's the other day and i just was playing solitaire because he has a, a deck of cards that was gifted to him and I just started playing solitaire and I thought, man, just thinking this now, I'm like, I wonder if making the, the solitaire, I mean, I don't know what the odds are of, of always doing it. I mean, my dad seems to be always to, to um, be able to finish the, the, the suits in order. But when I play, um, sometimes it just, they all go together and sometimes they don't. And I wonder if that represents blocks or obstacles in your own life anyway just a random thought squirrel that seems to happen to me a lot 
Now, when I leave off, I just want to give you a little, if you're interested in knowing what your birthday card is, I'm going to give you um, a, a kind of a, um, a start and then you can do the math to fill in the blank because I think it's kind of cool. And then you can look up what the suit is and what the number is corresponding to your card. So as I said before, January 1st is the King of Spades and the very last card is on the 13th of January, which is Ace of Spades. Then you have the 14th of January, which is the King of Diamonds. And then the last day is the 26th at the Ace of Diamonds. Then you have on the 27th, you have the King of Clubs. And that starts, the King of Clubs starts on the 27th and ends at the Nine of Clubs on the 31st. Now it doesn't um, sequentially go to the next because February 1st is the Jack of Spades. And it goes down to the second, which is the Ten of Spades. So the Ace of Spades, Ace of Spades, <laughs> I always do that, um, ends or, or lands on February 11th. Then February 12th is the King of Diamonds. And it ends on the 24th with the Ace of Diamonds. Begins again on 25th with the King of Clubs. And then it goes down and ends on the 29th if a leap year or not, is a nine of clubs. So now we have the beginning of March, which is the nine of, what is it, the spades. And then the ace of spades again goes on to the ninth of, of March. So the 10th of March is the king of diamonds, which ends at the 22nd uh, with the ace of diamonds. So, And then the, uh, March 23rd is the king of clubs, and it goes down sequentially to the 31st of March, which is the five of clubs. Then we get to um, April. It starts, the April 1st is the seven of spades. Goes down to the ace of spades is to the seventh. And then um, April 8th is the king of diamonds. And then the ace of diamonds ends on the 20th. And then April 21st is the king of clubs. And the 30th of April is the uh, the club four of clubs. So you can do the math in between all of those. So just, you know, count the day and then subtract a card or go up a card, whatever. Uh, May 5th is the um, spades. The five of spades and then the ace of spades ends in the fifth. The May 6th is the king of diamonds. And then the ace of diamonds ends on the 18th. The 19th is the King of Clubs, and then the 31st of May is the Ace of Clubs. June, we get the Three of Spades, and it goes down to the Ace of Spades as a third, so there's only um, three cards. So the 4th of June is starts with the um, King of Diamonds, and that goes all the way to the Ace of Diamonds on the 16th, and then it turns into Clubs. The King of Clubs is the 17th, which goes all the way to the 29th of June, which is the Ace of Clubs. And interestingly, you have um, the 30th of June is the King of Hearts. So you have, do you have all of them here? I think all of them here. June has got all the, all the suits. Pretty crazy. Wow. July 1st is the Ace of Spades. July 2nd is the King of Diamonds. 
And the Ace of Diamonds is the 14th of July. Then it starts with the King of Clubs on the 15th, going all the way down to the Ace of Clubs on the 27th. And then the um, Hearts, the King of Hearts starts on the 28th and ends on the Ten of Hearts on the 31st. August, you start, start off with um, the Diamonds, Queen of Diamonds. And that ends on the Diamonds of the Ace of Diamonds on the 12th. The King of Clubs on the 13th. And then that ends on the clubs of the August 25th is the Ace of Clubs. And then the 26th starts with the King of Hearts and goes all the way down to the Eight of Hearts on the 31st. We're almost there. September starts with Ten of Diamonds. Ace of Diamonds is on the 10th. King of Clubs is on the 11th. And that goes down to the clubs on the 23rd. King of Hearts starts on the 24th and ends on the 7th of hearts on the 30th. Then you have October, 8 of diamonds, and then the ace of diamonds is on August, I mean October 8th. Yeah, October 8th is the ace of diamonds. King of clubs starts on the 9th, goes to the clubs of ace of clubs on the 21st. King of hearts starts on the 22nd of October, and then it goes down to the fourth of hearts on October 31st. Halloween is the fourth of hearts. I don't know what that means, but anyway, November 6th is the six of diamonds and the ace of diamonds is on the 6th of um, November. King of clubs is the seventh of November. And then the ace of clubs ends on the 19th of November. The uh, November 20th is a king of hearts and the hearts end on the third, the third of hearts on the 30th. So then we have um, December 4th is the 4th of Diamonds, which ends at the Ace of Diamonds on the 4th of December. And then December 5th is the King of Clubs, which goes to the 17th, which is the Ace of Clubs. Then on the 18th, it's the King of Hearts. And that goes all the way down to the 30th. The Ace of Hearts is on the 30th. And then mysteriously, I see the Joker on the December 31st. So that's it. That's it, folks. If I confuse you, then just look at the, go online and look at the um, chart about the birthdays and the cards, if you really want to know. So I just uh, hope I didn't bore you with that. <laughs> it's like, I, don't, I couldn't even follow myself. So anyway, so this concludes the end of this episode of the Ultimate Journey Awakening the Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. Thank you for listening to The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at the ultimate journey, awakening to spirit.com. And you can also visit my website, the ultimate journey, awakening to spirit.com. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.